0: Greg, Maya, and Betty are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They're just a bunch of nerds who enjoy talking about movies, shows, and current events. So sit back, grab a coffee, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of All Cued Up.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of All Queued Up, the review podcast tied to streaming services like Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, Disney Plus, etc, etc, etc. I'm your host Greg Dietz and with me always is Maya, Don Fisher, and Betty Badger, how are you two doing today?
2: I'm doing good, uh, we're working on midterms right now, uh, how are you doing Maya?
0: I'm fantastic.
2: you looking feeling fantastic girl.
0: Uh, well thank you, you do as well, I'm feeling fantastic. Thank you. And for audio listeners, for audio listeners, looking fantastic, we're doing this on camera for the first time, Yep. Uh, for the first time since episode 7, and this is episode 140, when Greg and I first started, we actually did it on video, and for some reason, the idea hit me and Betty the other day, we were talking, and we are like, let's start doing video, and we wanted to do that for YouTube, so. Now you have options of a visual experience and us being on YouTube. If you want to go that route versus the audio route, both options are always going to be available. Yeah, but I'm yeah, crazy.
2: and there's a baby Grogu involved, so y'all check it out.
0: Yeah, there yeah. is a little baby Grogu there on uh, Betty's can. And uh, Greg, how are, how are you? you.
1: I can't really see him. Hold on, I just love it. Just oh my like, there we <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, am whole... <laughs> <laughs> doing pretty good. Uh, as I told these two earlier, we, we did some winter cleaning recently, and uh, we found uh, a few toys that my mom had bought years ago, and one of them was a Napoleon Dynamite toy <laughs> that has, like, a button on it.
0: I see you drinking 1%. Is that because you think you're fat?
1: So there's quotes from the movie, and it's pretty great. Uh, but um, we were really in Napoleon Dynamite when that movie came out. It's a great movie. It's a good movie. Uh,
2: it really is.
1: It has
0: its moments. It's I never. A, it.
2: It's a particular
0: it's uh, a style very, of
2: comedy.
0: Yeah. Uh, Uncle Rico cracks me
1: up. I don't know. I could go into a fucking large <laughs> diatribe about comedy and styles of comedy and like why they work and don't work. It's it's a whole thing. Like 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 Betty has said, I'm a bit of a comedy snob. <laughs> so I like my I like my comedy like my comedy like a good wine. Uh, uh what's the rest of the phrase?
0: There's yeah, you like your comedy like a good wine. Okay. Exactly how I, I, finish the phrase. Come on, make the the comparison. I don't.
1: I don't know that don't, there's more to a phrase. I don't know
0: what. I don't know. Well, the comparison, whatever it is, I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck you're saying. You like your comedy okay. you like a
1: good wine. I don't get it. Yes, I like my comedy like a good wine. Uh, a lot of comedy out there, a lot of Instagram comedy is usually like just like boxed wine. It serves its purpose, but it doesn't. You know, doesn't get you through. You know, the whole night. Like you're just kinda like, I'm drunk, and that's what I used it for. But it kind of tastes like vinegar a little bit. And then there's other comedy that is it stands the test of time. It's it's the wine that's like fifty years aged or however long you age wine. I don't fucking know. But Okay, uh, first
2: off, let me tell you something. We drink box wine, it's perfectly fine, it tastes delicious, take- and it ain't no different than any other wine out there, whether it be a hundred years old. Or fifty years old or twenty years old. Wine is wine is wine. They have proven that scientifically. Sommeliers are fucking liars.
1: First off, I don't like wine to begin with, so well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it it doesn't matter what kind of sucks. Jeff I don't likes like wine. it. Uh, the <laughs> analogy, the, the analogy, meaning that there are there are different forms of comedy. Some comedy is uh watching a dude get kicked in the balls is funny for a minute, whereas. You can go back to certain movies and watch them over and over, and they're still funny. That's the difference that I'm making. But there's also, like I said, different forms of comedy. So Napoleon Dynamite is obtuse and strange, and that's what makes it funny. Whereas some is like direct, and and like um, like Bridesmaids or something like that is is a direct form of comedy. If you watch something like Tim and Eric Awesome Show, Great Job, it is it is it is offbeat, it is weird, it's Andy Kaufman esque. Whereas maybe you want a comedian who's just going to tell direct jokes. Like I said,
0: there's, this has there's been a weird dissertation on various reasons why he's a comedy. Oh, star.
1: no, 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 no. <laughs> this is a, It's this okay. Is a mild- it's
2: a right to be. It's I mean, game. you know, we all have our snobby sections, you know. Oh, I'm not saying
1: I'm not a comedy snob. I'm just pointing out that that wasn't a dissertation. <laughs> oh was, no. you do You
2: have high, you know, you have expectations out of comedy that you know. I, don't I think know are very viable. The...
0: I was, I was, I was I being think... facetious in the in using comedy, I'm saying <laughs> it was a dissertation.
2: Yeah. Jesus, well, you are... I
0: thought you picked I up. I have
2: on Asperger's it. too. Okay, all right. I don't know what to tell you so uh, sometimes I, I don't catch on that
1: <laughs> uh, uh we'll get into it when we talk about wandavision episode three but that's actually something that i find absolutely fascinating about this show is it uses sitcom comedy to tell its story versus being an actual sitcom it's fucking amazing how how well they did that but we'll get into that in a little bit but um yeah like i i've i've gone over this a hundred times because like people in general 10, like just nine times out of 10, will just go, I found it funny or I didn't find it funny. And that's it. That's as far as it goes. Um, me, on the other but hand, I used to go out of don't my go way to the why I try to figure out why it's funny or why it's not funny. I try to figure out why something that like when I watched uh, um, man on the moon with Jim Carrey, I got really, really, really into Andy Kaufman and my mom fucking hated Andy Kaufman but my dad was like he was all right i thought a couple things he did was funny and then I, I and i did a deep dive into him and i tried to fucking basically dissect his brain on why things were funny to him and funny to others but not at the same time like it was, it was very strange in that regard so you this is why i say what brain? i brain what i didn't know
0: that he donated his body to science you had his brain and you were dissecting it
1: I'm going to find a way to get to Virginia and I'm going to punch you.
2: <laughs> no. Stop by and see me afterwards, okay.
1: Okay. I will. I will, Betty. we'll, we'll have a, we'll have, we'll have a drink or a smoke. Um, whatever. You know,
2: I do find it interesting, you know, the way that WandaVision is going. I know that my sister says that she doesn't like the format of it. Um, when i mean we noticed things watching it the where those little pops of color were coming in and when she became pregnant and then we get to season or episode three where you know it's basically like a brady bunch house okay you know um and she's got twins it makes me wonder is this going on in her head? Is she actually pregnant in real life and she's in a facility? So, well, we'll
1: before we get, before we do the deep dive into it, cause I, I have some thoughts on that. Uh, I just want the audience to know we're talking about WandaVision episode three, uh, stand episode six. And we're going to have a discussion about recent events in history and how they relate to past history. That's what we're going to talk about. Um, just so everyone's on board. Uh, so going into WandaVision, Betty, um, I believe personally that this is a combination of something that was created for her and something that she has control over. Um, Or, and I, I, this is maybe more what they're going for. Sword has created this reality for her and doesn't realize that she has control over it.
2: They don't realize how powerful she is. Correct. But they're starting to.
1: Yes, yes, they're definitely starting to. Well, do you With think it? she realizes that she has control over it? She's starting to.
2: I think subconsciously she does.
1: Um, the thing that's the thing that's strange to me, and I'll 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 say this: that we know that Vision's dead. We know that he died in in Infinity War. Um, he wasn't like snapped out of existence, so he couldn't come back. You know, he his, his entire existence was basically funded by the fucking mindstone. So the fact that vision isn't part of this made up reality, he exists in there as his own entity. Him Do you think
2: she of- has the power because she she does have like infinite power? Do you think she has the power to make another mind stone and create another vision?
1: I believe so. Uh, the the stuff The stuff that I've known her to do in the comic, I believe so.
2: Okay. So, because that's what Jeff and I were wondering: is she creating another Vision? Is she going to? Yeah.
1: You know? So, I, before the show even aired, I had the theory that that was basically what it was: is that in her way of trying to bring back Vision, she has experienced a ton of loss. You know, Ultron killed her brother, and then now, fucking Thanos killed. Uh, uh, Vision, she's lost a lot, um, and in her in her way of trying to bring back Vision, she tried to rec- recreate the Mind Stone, and I thought she created this pocket universe. But the last shot of episode three kind of changed that a little bit.
2: Yeah, my, what do you think about that? What at the ep- the end of the episode? Because that you know because we know who she is. She's not. She's not. Gladys, or whatever uh, her name was in that thing,
0: Geraldine, I think was her name. Yeah,
2: Geraldine was the one she was doing at the end. Uh, She know she knew too much. She was dying. What do you think's going on there?
0: I really don't know. I really don't know. Do you think I I like I like not knowing?
2: Do you Um, think it's um, Wanda or do you think it's Sword?
1: Yes. Genuinely,
2: yeah.
1: yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, for both? Is that what you're saying, Greg? Yeah, like like, S.W.O.R.D. was trying to help Wanda bring back the Mind Stone to bring back Vision. It created this problem. And so they created this, this pocket universe to contain Wanda while she was mm. doing that because it was too much power. Um, and that's why there's that force field and, and whatever. Um, and S.W.O.R.D. Okay. is trying to you out who Wanda is and her past. This is why Geraldine having the sword necklace kind of going like, Oh, that's right. Like, Ultron killed your brother, Pedro. That's why, that's why Geraldine, like, did Geraldine you, knows. Did you call him Pedro? Yeah, he did. Is it Pietro? It's Petro. Pietro. Pietro. P I E T R O.
0: You called him Pedro
1: napoleon i said, said petro i didn't say doe i said tro uh, I said everybody pedro. back
0: it up 20 seconds i swear to god he said pedro
1: <laughs> i said a t because I, I had the word spelled in my name it's p-i-e-t-r-o i got that but i was mispronouncing it that was all
2: i do uh, think that overall this show this episode was a good episode um It brought a little bit more to the table and it's given me some thoughts about, you know, what might actually be going on. You know, I don't know about you two. What do you think?
1: I was going to ask you. Go ahead, Greg. I was going to ask Betty what, what her theories were outside of what I've said.
2: Well, my theory is that she actually is pregnant. She was pregnant before he, you know, she killed him with the Mind Stone. Uh, it, she lost her mind. It cracked her mind. They're trying to contain her. Uh This is what the world that she has created in this universe they have for her is based off of her knowledge of TV and everybody in the show is acting along. I don't know if they're working. All of them are working for sword or what, but I do think she's pregnant. Um, I do think that, uh, They're trying to help her out, but they're trying to bring her out of it without shocking her too much. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I think, I think you're like, I'm on board with most of what you're talking about. I think, I don't think she was actually pregnant. Um, I think the pregnancy was a way of coping for her. Um, Fun fact, by the way, that's in the comics, the actual kids names of Wanda and, and vision. William and uh, Thomas building to me.
2: Well, see, yeah, yeah, see what happens.
0: I like how each episode has progressed like a decade in feel. Mm -hmm. The first one had a very 1950s, late 50s feel, the second one had more of a 60s feel to it. This one was definitely very 70s.
2: Oh, Uh, yeah, and I'm wondering if next
0: week. I'm wondering next week if we're gonna get, you know, like some fucking uh different strokes or fucking other yeah. sitcom feel to it.
1: Um, um I actually I actually think I actually think next week we're gonna stay in the uh uh Brady Bunch style. Um I don't think it's gonna change until so five.
0: Okay. But just going off the of logic, I definitely the Yeah, I definitely see a progression in eras in the TV stylings uh, which I find it to be interesting um, I don't think that she's working for sword though no um, I, I think that she's captive and I think that they are trying to keep her contained Um. I don't know if she's trying to recreate Vision. Um, I would like for her to, and I would love Vision to come back as the all-white version of Vision because I thought he just looked badass back then in the late 80s and early 90s before he went back to the red and the yellow. I haven't
2: um, seen that one. I'm glad to look it up.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was, he was wild-looking. There was even an arcade game, an Avengers arcade game, and that was the version of Vision that you could play as was the all white version.
1: Yeah, um, I like. I don't know. It, yeah, it's it's hard to kind of figure out what's going on just because
0: they've given us uh, so little to go on. You're yeah. just given these little tiny glimpses here and little things there and little commercial tidbits here. And I
1: think my my reasoning for why she was working with, not for, but with sword it was only because Geraldine's in there. And then the other two neighbors um, were trying to tell vision something. Oh yeah. She doesn't have a home.
0: She doesn't like, live anywhere. Yeah. It's just like, what do they know? And it was crazy how, what was his neighbor's name? Herb. <laughs> yeah. How oh, he was like trimming the hedges or whatever, and he just started trimming through the concrete wall and it just kept progressing further down and further down, further down.
2: I, it yeah, it is very odd. It's almost like um, a decade switching Truman show kind of experience, you know? Oh, yeah, for because sure. these people are totally in on something, but what the fuck are they in on? That's what I'm curious about. What. I mean, you know, it's like that first scene with the uh, dude choking. His wife's like, you know, stop it, stop it. I'm like, D- your husband's choking. That's not the appropriate response, you know. So <laughs> there's a,
1: there's definitely a a uh, there's definitely a sense of like I'm not I, I'm not taking it off the table that Hydra's involved in some way. Um, it's very possible that like. When sword, and not sword! But when Shield had the Hydra agents, and that sword like basically kicked Hydra agents out, that there weren't still Hydra agents involved, and then went to see, went to sword. Like I'm not taking that off the table.
2: What was I'm the Hydra? Kidding. What was the Hydra Easter egg in on this one? Because uh, there the was one. Yeah, Hydra the Hydra soap. soap. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I was
1: like, that's cool. That that's actually an Easter egg to Agents of Shield, the show that uh, ABC for a while uh right after uh winter soldier the movie came out there was a whole uh like season or two where they dealt with that um in agents of shield and um the main character is talking to agent colson and agent colson says something along the lines of uh yeah i had to like we, we had to stop using the shield spa or the shield soap because it was uh, had mind control agents in it and um uh now i make my own soap wow
2: some fire so, club shit. <laughs> yeah. I think,
1: like, my theory on the commercials is it has everything to do with rebuilding uh, Wanda's vision, or not Wanda's vision, Wanda's memory in some way, because the first one was the Stark Toaster, right? And that blinking light, if you remember from Age of Ultron, is the only thing she could see outside of her cell was like a blinking red light that had. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Go back, go back, go back. When she was a kid, her and and Pietro were uh, trapped in the rubble. She could see a bomb that had Stark Industries on it and a red blink- blinking dot. Yeah. That's what the toaster represented. I think that the Stucker watch, Strucker watch, has to do with the fact that Baron Von Strucker was the one fucking with their, their bodies, opening up their powers via the Mind Stone, and then the Hydra Soak, Well, obviously it has to do with Hydra. Um, So I think those commercials are just fun side things for the audience to kind of be like, oh yeah, I remember this. But I could be wrong. They could mean more. I don't know. No,
0: It's probably more along the lines of that than anything else. I mean, it makes sense.
2: Well, I'm curious to see what uh, we're going to come upon next week, if it's going to stay in this Era, if we're gonna go like you know, uh three's company style or something like oh, that, Lord. or there you, go. you know, <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna say you know, in the Brady Bunch thing, I don't know, it's gonna be interesting. I I am pulled in, you know. Again, I watched the Marvel movies that caught me up on their story and explained a lot more to me now. Uh, yeah. So, do we want to grade it?
1: Yeah, we can. We can grade the episode. Uh, I'll, I'll knock this one out first real quick. Um, solid, uh, solid a, I thought everything in the episode was really nice. I did have a moment where they had, a um, the little breaks in the, in the, in the reality are really fun and the way that they show it are really cool. So like in the first or the second episode, it was like a VHS tape rewinding, but in this episode, it was like, it was a cut film. So when that happened, I thought there was something wrong. Like I had to rewind it like three different times just to mm-hmm. figure out just to realize that it was the show itself. Did you guys notice it by the way?
0: Yeah, was- thinking back now, I do remember that one little it seemed like it was just like a film had broke a film reel had broken and it would have been re-spliced, but it was spliced like a second prior to where it broke. Yes.
2: Yeah. I might have missed that. that.
1: Uh, uh, so vision is, vision is sitting on the couch next to uh, Wanda. I'd say it's about eight episode, uh, eight minutes in, and he's he's sitting there saying like he sits down, he has a really worried look on his face. He says something is wrong. This is this place isn't correct or this place isn't right or something like that. And then it has a weird jump cut where now he's standing on the other side of the couch again, and he just sits down and says what he's supposed to say as if it's his line. That's so weird.
2: Yeah, I missed that. I must have been washing my face.
1: My 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 idea on that is that that's why I say that it's both S.W.O.R.D. and Wanda kind of fucking with the reality of this, because I think that cut was S.W.O.R.D., whereas the rewinding of the tape was, was Wanda. Ooh.
2: Yeah, because if you she doesn't like something, in, she avoids it.
1: You definitely put in more
0: thought into this. Um, <laughs> it's what I do. It's It's no no i mean that's an excellent point it makes a lot of sense um and you might be on to something that's like hey they're trying to control the narrative on their side and then on her side she's working to undo that narrative and make it how she wants it to be yeah Yeah, like
1: it's a, a brain battle between the two between the two organizations or, and then, you it?
0: know, in, in another week, they could give us a little something that completely obliterates anything that we're thinking about. We have no totally. idea. Totally. And okay, I, like, with that. I like that. I like the roller coaster ride of having not a clue what's going to happen
1: next. Back when Avengers came out, um, Coulson died in that movie, right? That's what, mm-hmm. that's what sparked them to to get together and fight Loki. Um when that movie ended, my thought process was like, man, that sucks Coulson died. He was such a great character. And almost everybody that I talked to said, like, yeah, he's dead. He's dead dead. I was like, yeah, I totally get it. But one person, uh, Andy's wife, the guy I played Fall Guys with, he goes, or she says, oh, I think he's, I think he'll come back. I think he's going to still be alive. And my literal response to her was like, you know what? It's on the table because it's fucking Marvel. It's on the table. And sure enough, he comes back. He's alive in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, well, so, you know, and they, of course, they explained it that,
0: that they faked his death as a motivation to get the team, get them to come together and fight as a team. But,
1: yeah. Uh, and, but my point, my point of telling you guys that is that, like, any theory that you two throw at me, any theory that anybody else throws at me is on the it's table. All pl- it's all plausible. Yeah. There's, it's, that's, so. that's all I'm getting at. Yeah. So, yeah, I give it an A. Uh, uh, Betty? Uh,
2: definitely give it an A. Um, I, it's interesting, you know, again, th- how things are progressing and you know, uh the little blips of reality that are kind of coming in. Again, I have my own theory, so I'm very curious to see where it's gonna go next week. Uh I like it better than the first two episodes, so definitely an A. Maya?
0: Yeah, I'll have to agree with that. And I definitely uh, I'm liking each episode more than a prior episode. Mm-hmm. I hope that trend continues because I really, really enjoyed this one. You know, and I thought it was absurd how, you know, her pregnancy advanced and like, just over the course of the episode, and it was supposed to be just a handful of hours, and how Vision's trying to calculate when she's going to be due, and he's off, and he can't figure it out and fathom it, and then just, it, it's great that his own logic won't work on it. You know, he's like, this doesn't make sense. And nothing does make sense, and that's why it's fun. Um, because I get bored when I can predict something, when I can see easily what's coming ahead. Yeah, there's
2: no prediction it's, here.
0: There's no, and like Wanda's powers, you know, there's the probability of certain, uh, you know, of certain things happening. It's just too hard to predict. Um, yeah. I, I love it. <laughs> it's quirky as fuck. It's fun. It's intriguing and it's giving you just enough to make you think, fuck.
1: What is this all mean? Where's it going? Yeah. As somebody, I don't know if you two feel the same way, but as somebody who's watched a lot of um sitcoms back in the day, uh having like seeing all the easter eggs that they keep popping up throughout the episodes um is super fucking fun. Like, like uh, the intro to this show being like a total homage to Brady Bunch was so fucking good. That's more so what I'm getting at. Like I, I or like episode two having the having the uh, very bewitched intro. Yeah,
2: yeah I love that.
1: Like, love that stuff. So, but uh, but yeah. So all right. Well, um, I don't know if you're not watching WandaVision, I don't know what the hell you're doing with your life because it's fantastic. Um. So far, it, you know, yeah. we've got five episodes. Is it five episodes or is it? I thought it was eight it's, episodes. total. It's nine episodes. Nine episodes. Okay. That's what I was. So yeah, it's got six yeah, episodes. We're a third ago. of the way for A third of the way through. And we know jack shit. Uh... <laughs> I know and I love it. <laughs> um. But yeah, so let's go ahead and move on to The Stand episode six, uh, which is spelled M-O-O-N. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you guys. The show's losing me a little. It's just a little really? bit losing me. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not excited about watching it every week. Like, I'm watching it. I'm not, like, disinterested, but I'm not, like... It almost... It It kind of feels like it's a little bit of a chore.
2: What about you, Maya? Uh,
0: I think they really accelerated the timeline. and uh, Things that happened in... The original, I think they really pushed it forward somewhat and makes me think okay, we're not going to get a second season. This is going to be just nine episodes.
2: There is a possibility of that. Um, I am actually uh, enjoying these episodes more than the earlier ones. Uh, Jeff and I both agree on this. Um, I I like this episode. Um it I didn't feel like I was left wanting more at the end of it. I like the introduction of the trash can man because no. he's very, you know integral part to the whole story. Um they definitely picked a great actor for this guy. He is, you know, balls to the walls nuts. Yeah, that's Cesar so, Miller. <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely good at his job, man. Yeah. You know, so
1: him. Like, oh, get the get the guy who was a goofy running uh, fucking Flash to play this guy. Well, that's that's been the one role that he's done
0: that I never enjoyed. I don't like him as the Flash, but I don't like that version of the Flash they were trying to
1: portray. That's totally fair. I, that, I, I don't disagree with you, but... uh, Yeah,
0: yeah I mean... When, it, uh, they, 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 they nailed your they nailed the trash can, man. As, like, he's sitting that oil tank on fire and making it explode and he's sitting there just jerking it to the explosion you know and he was wearing nothing but all that bomb equipment so it was easily for him to just reach down and grab a hold
2: Um, i mean you know and then the whole howard and natalie thing that was
0: uh, howard howard and natalie uh harold Harold and
2: yeah harold and sorry (laughs) god my brain it uh, that was
0: um I was like wait a minute do we introduce new characters our yeah, right to?
2: <laughs> uh no I mean uh I thought that story arc was good I mean he had a chance you know he had a chance to be uh a decent person and he chose not to be and this is I think where Stu comes in as a more primary character you know um we have found mother Abigail. Uh, we do know more about what's going on in Las Vegas. You have seen that uh, wild flag may represent evil and the devil. He does have rules. You know, he definitely has rules and he plays by them. And, you know, people, a lot of times don't understand the, um, the reason of the story behind God and the devil, you know, it, He's there for a reason. You know, if, if you believe that God is an omnipotent God, you know, this is Satan's role in God's, you know, uh, greater plan. You know, it's not like he chose it. God chose it for him as a way. You know, if you think about it like that, you know, Flag isn't. He He doesn't want total destruction, uh, but, you know, he does have rules. He Insist his uh, followers play by. So I thought it was an interesting episode. Um, I liked it. It did go by the book. Um, I feel so sorry for uh, Tom. You know, it. That I don't know how. Yeah, that's just it's sad. But uh, I'm, I'm actually getting more interested as each episode goes along. I, I hate that you two aren't. You know. Um, oh, I didn't because, say I wasn't well, yeah, but you know you're look at Greg there, he looks like he's oh,
1: I literally like I'm listening to everything you're saying this this helps my brain concentrate on what you're saying, <laughs> mm-hmm. yep, oh, no, I heard
2: I, that one <laughs>
0: um. <laughs> uh, i I love the fact that they brought in Clifton Collins Jr. just for the scene to play Bobby Terry,
2: yeah,
1: I love that dude, yeah. I was like I like that guy a lot too.
2: Um, so, since you guys, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, there really isn't much to say about the episode except for the introduction to the trash can man, Harold's um, reaction when uh, he was found uh, by Franny, Franny, and uh, you know what happened afterwards. It, what, what it's do you say? Of-
1: it's kind of hard to explain exactly how I feel in regards to why the show feels like it's losing me a little bit. It's it last episode was so interesting. Cause I think I, uh, let me put it this way. I think the thing that interests me the most about the show is Randall Flagg. He is the most fascinating thing about the show by far to me.
2: Well, and again, he does make an appearance in many King books.
1: mm -hmm. Uh, when he is on screen, enthralled. Absolutely enthralled.
2: Oh yeah, they picked the best actor for him ever. I didn't like the one in the original miniseries. He was just... No, no, no,
1: actually.
0: Um, That was Jamie Jamie Sheridan. I thought he did a good job considering what they were trying to do,
1: but that was also... That mullet killed me. (laughs) Yeah.
2: It was so bad. Uh,
1: When there's other characters doing certain things... It's less interesting to me. So for example, during the scene where um uh what's his name? The 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 guy that, that was the musician. What can I think of his? Larry name? Underwood. Larry, thank you. Uh when Larry is hanging out with the little boy and the little boy like whispers to him, um, Nadine and Mama Nadine aren't the same person. I I was watching that, but super fucking passively. Like I said, I don't have my phone on. It's sitting over here. It's not like I'm not distracted. But when I'm watching something and the scene is is so uninteresting that my brain just starts to wander, that's a problem. And, and the show is doing that a lot right now, except for Randall Flagg.
2: Well, maybe after this, we need to um, watch the original, which is just a two-parter. Yeah. You know, it's a long two parter, but it's two parter. You might enjoy it a hell a lot it, more.
1: I thought it was a four parter. Was it? I thought it was four two hours. Hour. It's six wow. hours long. Because like, I looked it up last night trying to find where to watch it, and there's no streaming service that has it. You have to get it on like voodoo for five bucks or some shit. Um, yeah. yeah. I think I've got it on D V D somewhere.
0: I know I have uh the TV miniseries remake of The Shining on DVD.
2: Oh, I have it. I can make um, y'all a copy and send you one.
0: Of the stand, but I
2: don't think mm-hmm. I don't think it's
1: pacing. I think that the the writers and director are trying to add a certain sense of drama to different characters. Um, I just feel like the pacing isn't as enthralling to me as as other things i watch uh, okay fair have,
2: totally fair it's,
1: yeah it's just like it's not bad i'm not like and again i have to stress this enough i'm not saying the show was bad like when i give my rating it's going to be a b plus so it's not bad it's just spoiler like, uh, uh,
2: well we can go ahead and go to ratings i mean um i would actually give it an a this one so um yeah, I actually enjoyed it. Uh, Trash Trashcan Man is my favorite character uh, in the book and in the original miniseries. He is a very interesting, unique person with a, a in, at least in the book, he has a very fascinating backstory. So I don't know what they're gonna bring my to the table with you. that. Uh, yeah, my life for you. So what you about you, my- Maya?
0: He was played by Matt Frewer in the original miniseries.
2: Oh, yeah. I
0: I thought it was a really good, really well done, uh, really um, turning the pace up of, you know, progressing things. Uh, I mean, we saw the death of a major character.
2: Yeah. So
0: that's a big deal, uh, especially later
1: on. Um, I guess I should ask this question since you both know the story. Did Mother uh, uh Freeman uh, did Mother Abigail die? Like was it was it her dead body, or did they just find her? Or should I not ask that question right now?
2: Don't ask that question right now.
1: I, understood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although Nick Dad, uh, uh, I you know.
2: Yeah, who cares? Yeah. No, I'm or joking. That. <laughs> I like um, Nick. He was actually, you know, he was a good guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But, you know, even good guys die.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I, I I thought it was really good, though. I enjoyed it a lot, so I would give it an A. I, I'm looking forward to next week, Um, you know, because they've only got three episodes left, and this is, it's
1: going to be uh, a tight three episodes, I think. You know, I don't know, my my dad's still you. my dad's still on the page that there's going to be a second season, but uh, if there is, they're keeping that very tightly under wraps. Uh, yeah, you know that he, was, that he was much saying, much. saying that, like he was saying that about halfway through the book, well, not the book, but halfway through the miniseries, there's a major event. Fucking Grogu, shut up. Um,
2: <laughs> Don't you tell my Grogu to shut up.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, he was basically saying that halfway through the miniseries, there's a major event because I said that episode eight is called The Stand. And his reaction was like, if that's what I think it is, that's only halfway through the story. And um, uh, what I think You're happened
0: also is- your dad also struggles with remembering things and misremembers a lot of things too. So take I, that it, grain of salt. Out of
1: like I trust me, I do, but it's, it's more so he can't remember like words or names. Uh, Very similar to me. Um, oh, okay. Like entire fucking stories are in there like a fucking like, like, oh, hardcore, okay. Like, yeah, it's nuts. It's it, again. I talk to him every day, so I, I trust me. I know, but um, I'm not sure his, you, I trust you. Uh, he uh, but no, like what what's what I think is fascinating is what I think happened. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, or no, you don't. You guys don't know. Uh, that I've seen situations in the past where a miniseries comes out or, or a movie comes out, but it only tells half of the story because they're hoping it does well to make another season. And I think that might be the case here. Like they well, haven't been. I
2: also think that as well because I've asked her what they did with Under the Dome, which is just a one novel thing. And I'm like, are you guys serious? This this just went off the rails real quick.
0: Yeah, first season was awesome of that.
2: Yeah, the first one was great because it followed the book, but the and then they just went fucking nuts. I mean, the second one was like, okay. Third one, I was like, nope, done, done, not watching this yeah. again. I yeah, for
0: second season, I couldn't even do the third. Misty, she finished it. Well, she's dedicated. I,
1: I didn't watch I it am any. I'm
2: not. I'm not dedicated at all. <laughs> not to that shit. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. Like, I, 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 we're gonna finish the show for everybody wondering. Like, of course, we're gonna finish the show. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. We're gonna uh, about it. Even if it continues to feel like a chore to me, I'm, I'm going to still go with it, but we'll see what
0: happens. We're six episodes in out of nine, you know, two thirds of the way finished. You can't quit now.
1: Right. Right. I'm not going to walk away from a, from a race, you know, a, a two thirds of the way to the finish line. So, um, and there's characters I'm interested to know more about. Like I said, like, I love fucking Tom Collins. Um, we didn't get to see him necessarily get away. Like who's driving that truck? Like, how is he going to get out of that? There? Like there's, I have, a, I have questions. I have a ton of questions, but, um, there was just certain scenes that I was just like, Oh, there's something happening. Like, just,
2: Oh, well, like, sweetie, M O O N spells answers.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it might just be the substance. Cause I thought episode five was fantastic. Like I loved it. It kept me in through all the entire time, but this one, there was just a lot that I was like, Move
0: on, um, and that's the anyway. thing. They did move on a lot. I felt that's why I can't. Well, what
2: happened? I, I, I did get, not I feel can't. cheated with this episode.
0: No, there was a lot that happened. I went on. That's why I'm just baffled that you felt that it was just too slow.
1: That could just be me. Yeah, Greg. Know. Look, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well. So, we've been kind of discussing about having just a just a topic to talk about, and January has been intense uh, with the insurrection on the sixth or the attempted insurrection on the sixth, the impeachment trial uh, that the following Wednesday, the Wednesday after that being the um, uh, uh, the inauguration or the the, the not an, yeah inauguration Jesus. Uh, not to mention on the fifth there was a there was a whole uh, trial in Georgia or not trial Jesus Christ, election in Georgia. Um, a lot has happened this month <laughs> just just a lot yeah and, and I've had conversations with my dad um and Betty kind of brought it up that it's not the first time this country has gone through enormous strife like this, and there are situations in the past that can kind of teach us how to handle what's happened in the past month um So that's kind of what we're going to talk about
2: in a way? Yeah, in a way. Um, You know, there are things that um, this recent uh, I don't know. I call it an insurrection. Elizabeth from Knoxville calls it a revolution. You know, what the fuck ever. Uh, So. Oh god, um, that um, really was so funny. That
1: took
2: me a second. I was like, who? And then it dawned on me. I mean, and you know, um this is not the first time in American history where we've had issues after the, you know, after we actually formed America, fought the revolution, blah, 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 blah. Um, one of the first ones uh was Shays Rebellion. I don't know if you know about that one. Um, it was an uprising in western Massachusetts and they were against high taxes and um economic conditions at the time, which it was right after a war, you know, shit happens. Um, And they actually used their Second Amendment rights to form a militia. And uh, they did kind of uh, fail, you know, because the, you know, you got a few men, they got thousands. And uh, that was our first actual real rebellion that happened after we had actually formed the country. Um, let's see uh, what else do we have here we have the election riot of 1874 it's also known as the coup of 1874 and it happened on election day November 3rd 1874 in um, Eufaula, Alabama and it was basically a race thing Um. I mean, they drove people away in huge numbers, Democrats and the White League refused to count any Republican votes cast at all, which how they got away with that. You know, I mean, again, you see these things throughout history and you've seen it happen, you know, in your own lifetime. And you're like, how did they get away with these things? But they did. And at that time, you got to remember, Republicans and Democrats were exactly the opposites.
0: Yeah, they were flip from what they are, what we know them as today.
2: Yeah, they are completely opposites of what they were. So, um, they actually called for um, like a poll tax and stuff, and I mean, it it just didn't go anywhere. And then, you know, the one that I sent to uh, Maya, I don't know if I sent it to Greg as well the Wilmington insurrection of 1898 where the oh, white supremacists God. got together and basically created a riot and kicked out all the black Congress members and anyone having anyone who was black that had anything to do with, you know, saying smack about the crackers in town, which is exactly what they were. They were fucking crackers. So, and again, that nobody said a word about it. and, you know, this is something I just found out about the other day.
0: I learned right. about it late last year sometime. It's been since we moved here, the the tragedy at Wilmington. Um, maybe it was before we moved, but it's been within the past year that I learned about it. And I learned about it after Watchmen because it turns out, you know, Tulsa wasn't the only thing. And in fact, Wilmington had happened like. 23 years
2: prior Mm -hmm. Oh, and there's actually um, an area at the lower end of Tennessee it's called the black belt and it's for the soil that's there from the mountain runoff but it's also because there is a high number of black voters that are settled in that area and it tends to run blue in um, any type of election primaries yeah, you know, so, I mean, those are some things that we have had to deal with uh, in the past, uh, just very, very few, because I can't go through the whole entire list. It's huge. I mean, you know, but we can't compare Trump and what he has done to people like um, Nicolai Cusco. He was the leader of Romania in 1966, and he outlawed access, um, access to abortion and contraception. And he was doing it to boost the country's population, which, of course, yeah, it worked. But it also killed a shit ton of women trying to receive abortions. And it was illegal. So, you know, that happened. Um mm, they were actually in 1989, 24 years after his uh, abortion outlaw decree. Uh, they were executed. Um, it was basically because these uh, this country was poor to begin with. They had an economic crisis. All these children that you know would not have born otherwise were born, and by the time they were grown, they rioted, and they took his freaking head off. You know, I mean. And that's just, you know, this is, yeah, you know, and we also have President um, Duarte, who is of the Philippines. He's Ooh. very much like Trump, you know, and he's got so many things against him when it comes to drug violations and what he's doing. And he thinks he's doing great. He reminds me so much of Trump when he's like, I'm doing the best job that's ever done. It's like, no, dude, you are killing people over drugs. What sense does that freaking make? It doesn't even make. I mean, it's it's crazy in my mind.
0: Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not even like you know cartels and things like that. It's just like casual people using these casually and having them in their possession, their own home for even most the most minor, harmless of things. Is it not?
2: Oh yeah. You know, um, they actually killed a 17 year old who um, wasn't even involved in this shit. They just targeted him and for somebody else and they killed him and they have no apologies for it whatsoever. Of course. But when it comes to what happened on January 6th and Trump's speech, you know, where he spoke to his constituents, we will call them, about marching to the Capitol. Um, It reminded me of something um, in English history, and I don't know if you guys know the story of Henry II and um, Thomas Beckett. Do you know it?
0: Uh, It's been a while since I've heard it, but refresh Um,
2: it. Henry II and Thomas Beckett were really good friends. And when the Archbishop of Canterbury died, he decided to make Thomas Beckett the Archbishop. Well, Thomas Beckett went all Augustian and became the most pious person of England and a right out asshole. I ain't gonna lie about it. He's totally was. He was a fucking douche. I mean, he was like excommunicating like crazy. So, I mean, there was a lot of contention. He got exiled for a time. Um He found out that uh, Henry had his son consecrated junior king of England, and he was pissed because he was like, that's my right. Nobody else is allowed to do that. They had communications. Uh, He was allowed to come back, and he excommunicated a bunch of people who were involved with the crowning of the junior king. Well, Henry found out about this, and his words were, Will no one rid me of this troublesome priest? And four knights, not the brightest, took it upon themselves to say, yep, hold my beer. I'm going to do this. So on December uh, 29th, they went to um, Canterbury Cathedral. They demanded to see um, Thomas Beckett. And they slayed him, cut off his head right there in the cathedral. And they didn't get any punishment other than they had 14 years to serve in the um, uh, the Crusades. Sorry, my word went. Um, but, uh, you know, Henry was like, I didn't tell them. To, to kill him, I, th- I never said that, but, you know, he had power and he should have known better when he said that. And he had to pay penance. Um, his penance was served out in Canterbury Cathedral. Uh, he was whipped by five um, high arch dioceses, and he was whipped three times by 80 cathedral monks at Canterbury. And he had to recount his sins and vigil with his um with Thomas Beckett's tomb for like three hours and leave some gifts at uh, his thing. You know, and that that's the thing. That's what your words have power when you have power. And he knew exactly what he was doing. And that it reminded me of that story, because while he can sit there and say that, oh, absolutely, no way did I say X, Y, Z, you're, you know, little Trumpites absolutely heard X, Y, Z, and they did what they did. And when they come up and they've got the materials to build, you know, these freaking on the fly nooses on the Capitol steps, you can't tell me you didn't know what was going on. I mean, you let these people walk around with two by fours. What the hell? You know, I mean, and Trump has very much been a boy king this whole entire time. You know, and boy kings in history are known as the worst ones ever. And he does. He acts like a, a, a freaking toddler. You know, he always wants his way.
0: We know how horrible King
1: Jeffrey was
0: in Game of Thrones.
2: Oh yeah, you that know? documentary.
1: <laughs> My analogy yeah. for how Trump how Trump handled losing the election. Um, or anything for that matter that didn't favor him was exactly the same as when you're playing a game like a fighting game with, with somebody who's younger and you beat them mm-hmm. and their immediate response is that you're either cheating or the controller's broken. It's never yep. that they just lost because their skill's not as good. It's always something else's fault. And oh yeah, exactly
2: and you know, we have affluenza and Trump absolutely suffers from it. White privilege and affluenza. Because they have cushioned him throughout his entire life. I mean, he does not understand the concept of his own failure. Even if he's lying, he expects people to believe him. I mean, it's it's really bad. I mean, it's like, you know, with this whole thing, if he had actually managed to somehow subvert the election, which at this point, you know, was absolutely impossible. But if he had, the same thing that happened with um, the 1381 Peasants Revolt would happen again. You know? I mean, because the people will riot. They do not like this kind of crap. And it wouldn't be your Proud Boys and your QAnon and your Boogaloo Boys. What the hell is that name, by the way? You know? I mean, uh, it's just, what the fuck? It would be us, you know, and it's like, do you know how many Democrats I have heard say over the past two weeks that they now want to buy a gun or have bought a gun?
1: And my dad's talking about getting another one, and I'm just like, you live in California, relax.
2: Yeah, I don't think he has to worry about their, you know, we live in redneck country, though, and we every house around us, sorry, that was my coffee table, every house around us, Trump signs everywhere. We're the only ones with the Black Lives Matter sign in the front yard and Obama Hell, stickers in the car.
0: Here, you're issued shotguns in the maternity ward at birth. On your way home, they just give you your little baby shotgun and say, here you go. Go shoot shit.
2: Well, it's like, that's how I got blinded in my left eye is uh, we were, I was three. My cousin was seven. Uh I was running around going, no, nah, you can't hear me. And well, she shot, but it ricocheted off a rock and went right into my eye. I'm like, BB guns are not toys, man. But there you go, whatever. I mean, this is going to have great implications for our country. Unfortunately, Biden has now taken over an administration that I kind of feel like he's damned if he does and he he's damned if he doesn't. You know, um, he is working on things and he's He's getting things done very, very quickly and I'm very happy with that. But I'm I'm scared because I know they've lied about so many things and there's a lot of fuckery he's going to have to fix and you can't fix that in four years.
0: I saw a great meme this this morning, actually, before we started recording. And I'm going to look it up right now because it's a picture of Biden in his in the Oval Office, and he's got a stack of just legislature or whatever, various bills and executive orders and this and that, and um, he's got his mask on, but it's like like a little brackets around this section and then brackets around this section of papers it's like Biden at work, it's like, unfuck this unfuck these two definitely unfuck this fuck up and fix this fucking thing here too on to fix this fucking thing is just funny as hell
2: yeah i mean you know and i'm glad that he has done this in his first days because you know these a lot of these issues that he's touching upon are ones that i've been very concerned about and doing something about these children that are locked up in concentration camps privately owned you know, that he's doing something about it. It's about goddamn time. You know, this, this is just wrong. This is not America. And I'm ashamed to call myself an American at this point in time. We have a oh, lot yeah. to prove to the rest of the world and it's going to take a lot to do it.
1: Yeah. Like somebody was talking about a historian was basically saying like, we've had a lot of problems in this country. We've had a lot of internal issues that were bad. And even people saw them as bad at the time. Um, he goes. What makes this worse is that the capital was breached. That's what makes this situation worse. Having people behind a, a political person who's awful for the country um, has happened. Like we've had presidents like that. Just mm-hmm. we've had. Um, it's it's not new. What is new is that it got to the point where the capital was breached. He goes. That's
2: yeah. bad. And it wasn't breached by you know foreigners it was breached by our own people you know and again if that was a black lives matter uh, thing you know it would not have gone down like that not one goddamn bit
0: which just goes to display how blatantly different that law enforcement treats our black and brown citizens versus the white citizens hmm I mean, this is right there on display. It's like all summer last summer and fall, you see protest after protest after protest, and you see numerous protests get and the vast majority were peaceful and uneventful, but there were numerous protests last year where you see cops showing up in riot gear and firing rubber bullets into the crowd and tear gas canisters into the crowd like Shutting the shit down, mm-hmm. Like, no we're not having this. Where was all that during this attempt? Why
2: people aren't scary bullshit yeah,
0: scariest people I've ever met have been a like.
2: lot yep,
1: it's called politicians I don't remember yep. who I don't remember who it was it was a- it was a comedian said that um it was always really funny to me was uh the the person that you need to be most afraid of isn't the group of black guys walking down the street. It's that one white guy that's with them. Um, I was always
0: the one white guy with them.
1: Well, the reason he's making the joke white is he's girl. saying, like, white girl what, <laughs> he was saying, imagine what that white person did to get into that group. Like, imagine what he's willing to do. That's why he's dangerous. But I took that joke. It was, Chris Rock. It was Chris Rock that said that. Was it Chris Rock? Okay, I could I could not mm-hmm. remember. It's back um, in
0: his special uh, back in the late nineties. Uh, yeah. yeah,
2: and I don't really think that depends on what group you're hanging out with. Because I play oh, tennis sure. with a bunch of black guys, and we ain't ever up to nothing. We were only playing tennis, you know. And well, the reason
1: the reason I use that joke, the reason I, I I utilize it, is because and and more so what I'm getting at is that's white people in a nutshell to me that's, um, if they are, they're willing to take it to the next level. Um, From my experience, from my knowledge of seeing things over the past, you know, three decades of my life, it's white people causing the problems. Oh yeah. And I hate to say it in that fashion, like go to Reagan. He's the one who caused problems with the black, black community. Uh, you go to um, uh, uh, Clinton. And it goes it, back, it,
0: goes back, precedes Reagan by uh, generations, oh, I, but
1: I agree. I'm just, I'm just going. But you're to saying Reagan. the context
0: in your lifetime,
1: yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and and what I find so fascinating is that, like, if you talk to somebody who is level-headed, the LA riots in the '90s or the early '90s, that That's not black people. That's not what caused that. What caused that is a bunch of white people beating up a black person. That's what caused that. That was started by white people, period. There's no, there's no if and about it. And when I look at the Well, that's
2: what I tell people, you know, Black Lives Matter was not a movement to usurp the government. Black Lives Matter was saying, stop killing us damn that's what it is it's a totally different thing and they wanted to blame all this on black lives matter it's like y'all are fucking stupid you know we don't behave like this when we're doing our own thing why the fuck would we come in and do this there ain't no way black people coming in there we they would have been shot i mean that one girl she did get shot how many more deaths do you think there would have been if there if it had been people of color in there yeah. carrying guns and doing what these people did.
0: More did you than see the, the footage that... that they had?
2: Yeah.
1: And three were due to medical emergencies. Mhm. Uh, did, did you see the footage? Did you, did you see the footage of um inside the the chamber when uh, the uh the the QAnon shaman came in? Um it was disgusting because there was a guy sitting in front of the... the I don't know what that desk is called. The main desk that the vice president and the head sit at. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. There's a guy sitting on the floor in front of that with blood on his face. On the phone with somebody saying that they shot him with a rubber bullet. And then um, the, the, the shaman walks in and he's loud and boisterous. And he gets up on top of the... He gets on that desk and um, he's like saying nice things to the cops. And the cops are doing... Nothing. They're yeah. literally asking the guy on the ground if he needs medical assistance, and they and one of the cops stands there and looks at the fucking QAnon shaman and says, Hey, can you not get up there? You're kind of disrespecting the seat. Like it's it's kind of it's kind of messed up a little bit.
2: They don't give a shit.
1: Pardon me? You'd have fucking shot that guy if he was anything other than white. Yeah. Get out of here with that.
2: that yeah. <laughs> but how do you guys think? do you think the impeachment after he's no longer president is going to have any effect whatsoever?
1: Kind of. So something that I've I noticed, hope so, something that I've noticed, yeah, I so. which is, I think he was losing power. Why I've seen a ton of posts of people kind of just strut going, like I think we've been had by Q. I think it's I don't think it's real. Like he keeps saying something's going to happen, but nothing happens. Um. I think over the course of this year, we're going to hear less and less people believing Q. Of course, we're still going to have conspiracy theorists. That just is a thing, but. Um,
2: they never go think, away.
1: No, they're never going to go away, and and racists never go away. It's 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 unfortunately a part of our society, but it's going to take years to fix this divide slash problem that we have in this country. And I think one of the major things that needs to happen, and this is going to suck for a lot of people, but unfortunately there needs to be some sort of regulation on the internet. I know that a lot of people have put forth the, the regulation to social media sites to do this, because that's kind of where a lot of this is coming from. And Amazon like completely taking, um, uh, uh that parlors, parlors yeah, parlor servers down is a great step forward because um the next step that needs to happen is that Biden needs to completely retract what Reagan did and that was uh the um like dismantle the the free the free news act or whatever the fuck it's called like the free and fair like he basically for the free, not the free is that again? sorry go ahead never mind it it was uh before before Reagan there was a, uh, a law and order, essentially, that if you considered yourself a news organization, you had to present the news in the most factual way possible, and that if you gave opinion, you weren't allowed to put it on, on air. Um, unless it was, like, its own show or something to that effect. Uh, this is why, like, Rush Limbaugh has lasted that whole time. But hmm. I think that needs to be enacted because a lot of these news organizations are very biased, especially the 24-hour ones. Um, yeah. I've said this a ton of times, like I watched, or to my dad at least, I watched uh, CNN during the the, um, the election because it was the only thing I could get on my computer. So I have it like on my computer, I'm watching it while I'm playing a game with my buddy because playing the game was the only thing like keeping my anxiety down. And uh, something that, him and I both kind of noticed was that we tried to watch it after the election and it was awful. Like I don't hate the anchors on CNN, but when you have a program that touts itself as news and, you know, three fourths of it is opinion, that's not news. I'm sorry. It's just fucking with their
0: talking points.
1: Yeah. I like, I may agree with you, but it's not news, and it was very frustrating. It was like Don Lemon, I, I love you, dude, but I don't need to listen to you fucking bitch and moan about Trump for the next fucking hour. I don't, I don't need to hear it. Um, and I That's think the same.
0: Good. I was going to say it's why I don't watch the any of the twenty four hours news networks because right. they all do have a bias. You know, I like to get a lot of my sources from the Associated Press and Reuters. That's where I prefer to get because they are published without bias you know they are strictly just this is what's happening bam no i wander
2: from place to place, place trying place to figure to out, out you know i put the story together based on what everybody else is saying it's you know it's that old adage there's this, oh, yeah. the truth is somewhere in between you know yeah. there's, there's, and, there's and I, I don't want to go time off just one i was like I love Huffington Post, but they're liberals. Fucking I know it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean and I only go on there for the opinion pieces and I know what I'm reading. And I'm not going on there for news. And there does need to be a distinction between what is opinion and what is news. And it it needs to be, you know, again, made like Greg said, you have to report news. You cannot report opinion and call yourself a news site you know, making the fucking frogs gay is not news. That's opinion, you know? I, the I, know frogs. <laughs> I know that a lot
1: of people are going to be upset by that because it they feel like it's taking away a certain sense of freedom, but unfortunately, when you and I hate to put it this way, it's going to sound really fucked up, but when you give too much freedom you allow for shit like this to happen. You allow for disinformation. You allow for um unmitigated opinion to just to just reign supreme and unfortunately that causes people to to believe whatever the fuck they want
2: yeah and 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 that's the thing you know you can have whatever opinion you want you can share it but it has to be known this is not news this is your opinion you know that's the big thing it's your opinion you can't claim it as otherwise And I think there should be, you know, limits put in place when it comes to that, because it's really hard to distinguish these days between what's news and what's opinion. Exactly.
0: And a a lot of people that would object to it, they're the first ones that will say, well, you know, it's not fair that such and such platform is taking my post down. That's absolutely fair if you violated this little thing called terms of service that you're supposed to read through and agree to before being able to access and use said platforms, whatever it is that you're on.
2: And they're a corporation. They, they're they allowed to do what they want. They're not government-run. They can do whatever the hell they want.
0: Exactly. It's you like, can't hey, say these shit are, about it. These are our a rules. You violated our rules. Hit the fucking
1: bricks. Yeah, real real pretty, I want to I play a, a TikTok for you guys that goes into what we're talking about right now because I find it she's absolutely correct and she kind of plays a bit so just fucking humor, here, humor me here but listen to this I'm tired of being discriminated against by the mainstream media I have a right to free speech so Twitter and Facebook are private companies which means they have a right to refuse service and your side's actually done a lot to guarantee that right because you didn't want to make rainbow birthday cakes Oh, yeah? Well, the FBI is using illegal liberal practices and hunting me down using my own phone! Right, right. So the reason the government can hack into your phone is the Patriot Act.
2: Signed into law by George W. Bush. Republican George W. Bush. Well, whatever. They said I might go to prison for 10 years just because I broke a window. This is a witch hunt! Now, that's because of an executive order signed by Trump last year to protect national monuments, you know, like Confederate statues. Ha. Trump 2020! Boy, maybe we should take your guns away. You seem to be shooting yourself in the foot a lot.
1: <laughs> so aside aside from the it's great joke, uh, <laughs> aside from the great joke, she she makes an excellent point. Um, there is a serious issue with uh, uh, understanding and processing information in this country on on uh, for everybody. Um. Uh, like the point that she's making in that is that a lot of these people just they don't understand. They weren't taught what is what the laws are and and how it affects them. So they lash out in these very obtuse ways and then when somebody proves them wrong, they double down. Instead yeah, of Yeah.
2: That's, that's why I like Karen videos, like the Karen <laughs> McColl videos. You know, and I I get my kid in here to watch them with me and I'm like, no, what they're saying is absolutely BS. This is not how the ADA works. It is absolutely, you know, a law that they are required to wear a mask in that store and they are absolutely allowed to refuse them service for not wearing a mask in that store. So if I went in that store without wearing a shirt, they would be allowed to escort me out. I don't think anybody mind looking at my titties, but they'd still escort me out you know, and I don't understand the whole thing with the mask. It's like, my God, how have so many people worn these masks for so long and not freaking died? You know, I, I think at this point I should probably be dead. Surgeons definitely would be dead when they're doing 14 fucking hour surgeries. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, you're just trying to be a fucking asshole and that's all it is. You know, and it's like I saw one the other day, these people came in with a freaking poster board into a vape shop explaining why they didn't have to wear a mask. And I'm like, dude, okay, if you really think that your medical condition requires that you don't need to wear a mask, you don't need to be in a goddamn vape shop. That's just all there is to it. What are you in here for other than to cause trouble? That's it. You don't need a vape. You're just trying to be an idiot. And I'm the sheep because I wear a mask, but you know who's getting the COVID It's Republicans. It's not Democrats for the most part, because well, they're the ones who won't mask up.
0: I've known some, uh, I actually do know some people who identify as Democrat that have refused to wear the mask. Uh, it's it's more... And they're uh,
2: dumbasses, too.
0: It's more just people like, you're not taking my rights away from me. Like, what rights have you lost? Nobody is lost do any all, rights. You can still do all the things you could do before. You just have to have a cloth covering on your face for the time period that you're in a location oh That's my god I, I mean i'm claustrophobic so it irritates me for the first few minutes when i put one on but i do it when i have yeah. to go out but, you for got to. Part, but for the most part where i'm high risk i don't go out only to my doctor's appointments and things like that so yeah. of course i have to wear it in a doctor's office in that setting
2: Like I go see my boys usually once or twice a week. They're also hermits, and you know I see your sister-in-law. She's also a hermit, and uh, you know uh, my sister and her man. Her man works for my husband, so they're also hermetic. And that's my little cluster. That's it.
0: Yeah. You know. So
2: I know if I get COVID, one of them has got it too, and I got I know exactly who to call. So. Uh But, you know, knock on wood, I haven't uh, done anything that stupid yet.
0: I've seen three people since I saw you guys back in. When did we do that? September, October.
2: Uh, What? Us? Yeah, when we We, got together. We did it in March.
0: No, when we got together at Sheena's and had the.
2: Oh, gosh. Yeah. I think that that was like April, I think.
0: No, no. It was either September or October.
2: Oh, was it? Yeah. It was October because the puppies were was born.
0: That's right. It was a week before, but it was mid-October. Yeah. Okay. All uh, right. Yeah, I've seen three people since then. Yeah. But so, you know.
2: It's like, I don't want to go to the doctor. It's like, why not? Because that's just a hotbed. You know? if, I,
0: if I can do my appointments like this right here, which I do a lot of my appointments like this, I'm doing my appointments like this because I am not going to walk up into a germ farm.
2: Don't blame you.
0: Waiting rooms? Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, I know people are there. They provide the hand sanitizer and the masks at the desk and everything. But there's not anybody out there wiping down that waiting room. Nope.
1: Uh, what's, What's really nuts is that a lot of people who... Like they didn't, they didn't go around like that. Like their their day job was to go to their go to their job and then come home. And uh, for me, I had a very unique experience because I DoorDash. And any other DoorDasher or, or or food service, food delivery service will tell you the same thing. There was a moment in March where everything was open, and then and then the next day it was just nothing. Like there were no cars. There were like it was fucking weird. And every day that I I'm, – I'm thankful that my, my county, my, my, the area that I live in, are people of fucking at least some intelligence because I have yet to go into a grocery store and not see somebody wearing a mask.
2: Say seen it too many times.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, when I this, don't doubt it. When this first started, I remember
0: back in May when we moved – uh, the day we moved, that had been the first time I'd been out of the house since March. Um, and we had to do a couple of things out town before we got, or well, before we came home here. I didn't see a single person outside of Misty wearing a mask in town. And yeah. It's like, does nobody wear a mask? And Misty's like, no, there's only two or three of us that I see on a regular basis that wear these everywhere. I
2: have to say around here, it's not as bad. You'll see people here and there not wearing masks, but for the most part on the Virginia side of the line, people are wearing their masks, and you can tell it by the numbers. So oh, absolutely. But I do have to go because I do have to uh, homeschool a teenager. So, uh, you want to wrap it up? yeah
1: and wrap this puppy up yeah so yeah um for anybody listening if you have any thoughts or inputs on on the topic we were just talking about let us know uh there's a lot there to unpack this this country's been crazy for the past decade it feels like like all of us have lived through two economic fucking downfalls because of well republican presidents um so uh yeah there's that um Guys, if you want to join us next week, we're going to be talking about three things. Uh, the Stand Episode 7, WandaVision Episode 4, and a movie coming to HBO Max called The Little Things. It would have normally been in theaters, but it's a, like it's like a detective kind of drama. It looks really interesting. It stars uh, Rami Malek, Denzel Washington, and Jared Leto. So, I'm interested. I hope y'all are interested. Uh, so join us next week for that. Make sure you follow all the socials, which are listed below, um, including the Twitch channel, which will We'll get to streaming on that yeah. eventually. down there. If I'd had the foresight,
0: I could oh. have made a banner and had them up at the bottom of this. But yeah,
1: yeah. we'll be we'll that get there in, you know below the video on YouTube. Um, yeah. But other than that, uh, Maya, where can folks find you?
0: Uh, you can find me on Facebook under my name Maya Dawn uh, Fisher, and uh, I like to joke around and say if I never told you what my name is now, I don't like you. Uh, but now you can find me on Facebook. It's a public profile. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram there because they are linked. Uh, if you want to catch me on other shows because of my stunning and radiant personality, uh, <laughs> I am charming. Uh, you know, if you have any interest in what I have to say on other things, I'm on two shows on the realm of collectors, YouTube channel. One is Figabang every other Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And then every Friday at 9 Eastern on the Nerd Life Syndicate, uh, where we delve into various things in pop culture and entertainment and nerd and geek-related and everything adjacent and therein. So it's a lot of fun. A lot of laughs are had. Um, But, yeah, that's all the places that you can find me. What about you, Betty?
2: Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me under Betty Badger Wooltree on Facebook, and you can find me on Twitter at Bright Betty. And other than that, that's it.
1: Uh, fantastic. Um, again, Treb Rock Geek on all socials. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was trying to think of anything else. That like, guys, I even made a I made a Clapper account so I can watch all the crazies. I don't know if you guys heard, but wow. Clapper like. Conservative TikTok. It's great. It's great for the crazies. Uh, but yeah, um, again, thank you guys for listening. Remember, we do have the shop is still open. You can get yourselves a mug with our cartoon animated faces on it. You can uh, uh, get a shirt. Um, trying to remember what other items are on the shop. But right now, yeah. there's just shirts, mugs, and stickers. Stickers. That was the other thing. I need to write that down. Um, but yeah, again, check out, uh, watch the next episode of The Stand and One Vision. Check out the movie The Little Things on HBO Max and join us next week.
2: We'll see you then. All right. Peace, love, and polypops.
1: <laughs> Take care, everybody.